Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? For today's video, I'm going to be going through some fantasy football wide receiver sleepers for the 2021 season. In yesterday's video, I went through some running back sleepers. So if you haven't seen that, go check it out after this video. But now it's time to talk about the wide receivers. If you guys are enjoying this content, please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel. That would really help support me. Then also let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. I'll be responding to everyone who comments, but let's just get right into it. The first wide receiver sleeper that I'm going to talk about is Rashad Bateman, and I've been hyping up Bateman all offseason. His ADP has started to rise, but I still really like him as a late round wide receiver pick. He's being drafted as the wide receiver 55. It's been well documented that the Ravens are a run first team, and I think that leads a lot of people to believe that there's just no value in the Ravens receiving game, but that's definitely not true. In 2019, Lamar Jackson only passed for 3,127 yards, but he also led the NFL in passing touchdowns. He threw 36 passing touchdowns in 2019, and he put up those impressive touchdown numbers with a receiving core of Mark Andrews at tight end, which is solid. But then the wide receiver room was Marquise Brown, Willie Sneed, Seth Roberts, Miles Boykin, and Chris Moore. There's no doubt that that was one of the worst wide receiver rooms in the NFL. And even last season, we saw Marquise Brown be targeted 100 times for 58 receptions, 769 yards, and 8 touchdowns. And I really think there's a solid chance that right now, today, Rashad Bateman is the better overall receiver than Hollywood Brown. And I also think he's just a better fit with Lamar Jackson. Obviously, it's not a guarantee that you know he's going to come in and take over the wide receiver one role, but I definitely think it's possible. When you look at Rashad Bateman, he's just produced everywhere when he's been on the field. He broke out as a college freshman, which is super impressive, and then found success in all three seasons despite having poor quarterback play in college. So I think there's a really solid shot that Bateman's able to come in and command over 100 targets. And so this is a pick with a lot of upside and very little downside. You're not going to be able to find players with wide receiver one potential on their teams this late in the draft. And so that's why I'm willing to take a swing on Bateman. Up next is another player that I've been really high on all offseason, and it is Cole Beasley. His ADP has actually continued to fall in since the last time I talked about him, which is just insane to me. He's being picked as the wide receiver 64, just super disrespectful to Beasley. He finished as the wide receiver 37 in 2019, and then the wide receiver 32 in 2020. So in the last two seasons, he's finished well above that wide receiver 64 mark, which is his ADP for this season. And really the only change this offseason was that John Brown left and Emmanuel Sanders came in. And you know, I would understand if you're thinking, you know, maybe Beasley gets slightly less targets now that you have Emmanuel Sanders coming in. I think a lot of people view Emmanuel Sanders as a slot wide receiver, and he could play a decent amount in the slot. But if you look at last season, Sanders took 26.3% of his snaps from the slot with the Saints, you know, which is not a huge percentage. And I think Beasley has carved out his role in this offense in the slot. He owns the slot position on the Bills, and he's seen 100 plus targets in the last two seasons. And so I think once again, he's lined up to majorly outperform his ADP and is a late round wide receiver that I love taking just because he does seem so safe. The next player I'm going to talk about is John Brown. He is being picked as the wide receiver 69. And he's another player like Rashad Bateman, who 
who I think has the opportunity to be the wide receiver one on his team. He's definitely not going to be the number one target because that is Darren Waller's role, but I think he could lead this wide receiver room. And there's definitely a chance that no one really separates themselves from the pack in this Raiders wide receiver room. And you end up just having a bunch of receivers going for like 600, 700 yards, and none of them become, you know, fantasy relevant. But when I'm looking at the wide receiver core, I just think John Brown has the best chance to break out. Henry Ruggs really did not impress as a rookie, and I just don't think he's a super solid all-around wide receiver. Hunter Renfro is a nice weapon, but he's definitely not a guy who has the wide receiver one potential. But John Brown has shown that he can be the leading wide receiver on a team. He didn't show a ton in 2020, but it was an injury-filled season, and the Bills also brought in Stephon Diggs, which definitely lessened John Brown's role. But if you look back to 2019, Brown actually finished as the wide receiver 20 in points per game, and the Bills were only throwing for 205 yards a game that season. So it's not the same offense that we saw last year with Josh Allen. Josh Allen was really a shell of his 2020 self. And so I'm totally on board with taking a shot on John Brown this year. The next couple of sleepers that I'm going to talk about all come from the same team. So it's Brashad Perriman, Tyrell Williams, and Amon Ross St. Brown. So all these guys are Lions wide receivers, and they're all being picked as the wide receiver 75 or later. The Lions have 360 vacated targets from last season, which is 64.1% of their target share. And the clear number one and number two wide receivers Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones are both gone. And so the door is wide open for one of these wide receivers to come in and take over that wide receiver one role in this offense. I'm just going to quickly break down each of these players individually. For Amon Ross and Brown, I think he has the opportunity to be like a solid volume receiver in this offense. And that could be what kind of emerges from the pack because this isn't going to be a high scoring offense. So one of these guys is probably going to need to have a lot of volume to be fantasy relevant. So I think that's where he could find his role. For Perriman, I have some confidence because we saw that when Mike Evans and Chris Godwin both went down late in the 2019 season, Perriman put up wide receiver one numbers in that small sample size. He definitely didn't impress last season with the Jets, but I mean, it's pretty hard to put up any numbers when your team is averaging 175 passing yards per game. And then for Tyrell Williams, he was an 1,000-yard wide receiver in 2016, so he has shown in the past that he could be a very fantasy-relevant wide receiver and a leading wide receiver on a team. All of these guys are likely to be waiver wire pickups or very, very late draft picks in deep leagues. So even if you're not drafting them in your drafts, just keep an eye on these guys on the waiver wire you know, to see if one really separates from the pack, and then you'll be a step ahead of everyone and be able to snag them. The final wide receiver sleeper I have is Amari Rodgers from the Green Bay Packers going into his rookie season, and he is a very late wide receiver pick. He's being drafted as the wide receiver 90. So once again, this is a pick that you guys could make in very, very large leagues, you know, maybe 20 team leagues or in best ball, or just another guy to keep an eye on on the waiver wire. He may not see a huge role this season, but I definitely think the potential is there. The Packers have been in need of a wide receiver too behind Devontae Adams. When I'm looking at the rest of this Packers wide receiver room, I just don't think Lazard or MVS really have what it takes to be a fantasy relevant wide receiver too on this team. The Packers did just bring in Randall Cobb. Obviously, he's not in his prime, and I don't think he's going to be super fantasy relevant. You know, he's a guy that you could take another late shot on, and maybe he could give you some high volume games. I think he's honestly going to be more of a spoiler for Amari Rodgers, 
because I do think Amari's going to have to beat out Randall Cobb for that role in the slot. If I had to predict how this would go, I would say that early in the season, Rodgers is probably going to lose snaps to Cobb just because of his familiarity in the offense, but I really wouldn't be shocked if he took over that slot role down the stretch and became a solid possession wide receiver too for the Packers, so another player to just keep your eye on as a potential waiver wire pickup or even a dynasty guy. All right, so that is going to wrap it up for my fantasy football wide receiver sleepers. If you guys enjoyed the video, please leave a like and subscribe to the channel, and also let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. Do you agree with these sleepers? Let me know some sleepers that you guys have for the 2021 season. I'd love to hear your guys' perspectives, and I'll respond to everyone who comments down below. Thank you guys for stopping by, watching, and listening. Make sure you stay tuned in the next couple of days. I'm going to be putting out my quarterback and tight end sleepers. And then like I mentioned at the beginning of the video, if you haven't seen my running back sleepers, go check that out. I posted it yesterday. But thank you guys again, and I'll see you tomorrow.